You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. This is Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. If my demeanor seems a little down, it's because, uh, Mike, we've... We've we've recorded the episode and uh, and finished it. It's all it, yes, we did. It's all been recorded and done. And uh, but instead of going home, uh, we're doing it all again. Not for fun, but because it accidentally got deleted. Whoops! Oh, a lot of people will say that we lost gold, uh, but more people will say we never had any gold. So, yeah. So it's uh, we're doing a little mini episode here. Uh, we're not going to do a full on, you know. I mean, I think we went, but Mike, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we went about an hour and a half on that episode. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty long episode, actually. Uh, so we're not going to do that. We're going to keep it a little shorter. We're going to relive all the same hilarious bits that we did from the from the original episode. Uh, but first, the IMDb game. Um, Mike, I'll give you yours first. I'm going to guess though. I want to guess mine real quick is mine. Shit. I can't remember the one you did <laughs> <laughs> off the top of my head. No, I can't remember it. It was, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. That makes two of us. Yeah. But, uh, I will, uh, I'll give you yours. So, uh, under violence and gore, uh, someone dies quickly after being run over by a car. No blood. Pet Cemetery. No, although you know, pretty pretty good guess on that one because it does happen in Pet Cemetery. Uh, let's see, mild sexual references normally played for comedy show up in the film. The Hangover. No. Let's see. Two women in a picture or in pictures are seen in bikinis in the main character's room. 21 Jump Street? No. Although I should do that one at some point, because I know you've seen that movie. One brief... So this is drugs, alcohol, and smoking. Uh, One brief depiction of a teenager using cocaine. Is this Fast Times or Ridgemont High? No. No. (laughs) That would be an awesome one to do, too, though. Yeah, the cocaine doesn't fit, but the other stuff kind of did. Uh, still under alcohol, drugs, and smoking, teenagers drink beer at a party. Teen Wolf. No. Although I wonder if there is unintentional male nudity in this movie or not. <laughs> I don't think there is, but I'd have to talk to Matt to... Matt, paging Matt. Right. We have a an unexplored uh, penis slash ball question. Go to your library and <laughs> sit on the shitty chairs and tell us. Yeah, well, Let me message him. Maybe I can get him on this call. <laughs> but continue, please. Uh, the F word is used occasionally and some other minor language. And a little girl of about seven or eight year old asks, what's a fuck ass? Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> no. 
I just pictured that little girl asking that question. Uh, Frightening and intense scenes. Uh, Lengthy shots of a character with a damaged, bleeding eye in one scene that were particularly graphic. Children of the Corn? No. Let's see. Sticking with frightening and intense scenes, a few characters die. Uh, a major character's a major character's mother was supposedly abducted and killed. Huh? I don't. I don't think I have any clue what this movie is. Um, throw mama from the train. <laughs> no. I love this one. This one doesn't give you any kind of hints at all. But it just says not at all intended for children. Thanks. Child's Play Three. No. Uh, a teenager is threatened with a knife around his neck. I don't know what that means. The knife is around his neck or someone has a, a, knife, a knife to his neck. God damn it. I knew I should have worn that knife necklace today. He was unarmed. Yeah. The deer hunter. No. Uh, let's see. A teenager is shot. A gunshot wound through the eye is seen later. Jeez. Um, Donnie Darko? Correct. Oh, really? Okay, I did see that a long time ago, but yeah, I wasn't, uh, I'm not very familiar with him. This is not, this is not from the Saturday morning cartoon show, Donnie Darko and Friends, but the the actual movie. Nice. I believe it took me quite a while to, to figure out the one last time, too, which I can believe for you what it was. I think it was Traffic? Oh, yeah, it was Traffic. Is it Traffic? <laughs> you oh, got man. first guess. I messaged Matt. He hasn't replied yet, but oh, if he gets this clue, he, it will be right up his alley. He may be able to guess it right away. <laughs> Under sex and nudity, a man is seen peeing on a machine, and you see his penis for a split second. Peeing on a machine. Um, hmm. <sighs> the Green Mile. No. Okay. Rated R for the violence and language. Nothing overtly sexual about this film. Hmm. How come I never get the music when you're guessing, huh? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel uh, that this is fixed. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with... What's that one that we saw? The Irishman. No. Okay. Some infrequent double entendres and mild crude joking, but nothing overtly explicit. It's mostly done as joking and not insults. Not too bad. Hmm. Uh, A League of Their Own. No. (laughs) A woman is shot in the shoulder. Blood sprays everywhere as she slowly falls to the ground, screaming in pain. Robocop? No. A man is stabbed with a knife. Very little blood. It is later shown that it was ketchup. Uh, the Care Bears movie. No. Okay. Well, actually, I think I, I think I actually had that DVD like a foot from me. I could have sworn I saw that earlier. <laughs> Which is weird because I don't think either of my kids were into the Care Bears, and clearly I wasn't. Right. 
Even though I did dress up as Funshine Bear once for the Clawson, uh 4th of July parade for some reason. Nice. I was forced to. I liked the Care Bears when I was a kid. Yeah, they're all right. Huh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Sounds like it's one of the Scream movies. No. Okay. Uh, during a shootout scene, criminals are shot, and <coughs> impaled, and crushed. One character has her neck caught in a bear trap. Everyone survives. Holy fuck. <laughs> Wait a second. A character gets her neck caught in a bear trap and survives? She's good. All right. Uh, though, though I didn't say it was a she, so. Oh, okay. Nice try. Um, hmm. Shit, a shootout. Did you say a shootout with criminals or drug dealers or something like that? Criminals, plural. Okay. And there's fucking bear traps and shit. Criminals. People getting stabbed. Snacks their ass up in a bear trap. Wow. Um... I'm going to say don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your gin and juice in the hood. It's actually just juice, not gin and juice, but that's also incorrect. Oh, okay. A policeman threatens to decapitate someone. He doesn't. <laughs> oh, God. Um, hmm. uh, oh, uh, training day? No. All right. A killer decapitates a man and a woman with an axe. There is blood spraying around, but the killing is not seen explicitly. However, we later see their decapitated heads on a road covered in blood and their headless bodies with neck bones sticking up. O.J. Simpson? No. Okay. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a movie. The Naked Gun. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, let me see. I'm going to have to try and get a little... Uh, a little easier for you. I don't know if I've seen this a, movie. I'm pretty sure you have. Right. A uh, tomb full of rotting corpses, including the corpses of children, is found. Oh my god, a tomb full of rotting corpses? Yeah, you're going to really kick yourself when you figure out what this is. Um, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I'll give me two clues. Two. We'll speed it up, okay? Right. A man is shot with an old musket. Fairly bloody, but he survives. And then the next clue is a man trips on a bomb, causing an entire building to explode. A man is shot with a musket? A musket. And then a man trips on a bomb, causing an entire building to explode. The sound, like, it, this alternate, like, alternating clues that sounds like a comedy movie or, a, like, just a horrifying movie. Um, a must. You know, if you combine both of your ideas there, you would be dead on. Hmm. A core comedy. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll give you a couple more clues. Okay. These ones, I think you, you'll probably get it. Right. A, a mysterious hooded figure kills a woman by shoving head shears into her throat. Blood spurts onto a window, and we see the woman screaming in pain. Okay. That sounds then, really familiar. And then this next one should definitely give it away. A killer pushes a concrete spire from a church roof onto a man standing below. 
The oh. structure lands on the man, spikes side down, destroying his head and inserting onto his neck as blood and gore spray around. He stands for a bit and falls over. His mutilated corpse is shown. Very graphic. This is the most violent and gory scene. Eh, is it the most fun? I guess maybe it's the most fun. Hot fuzz. Yep, hot fuzz. <laughs> Such a great movie. Yeah, well, you of yeah, course you know I've seen that movie because we've seen it together. <laughs> we did a commentary, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and talked about how much we love the movie. <laughs> right. Oh. And how we would never forget a single frame of it. Exactly. I said one first clue. I, I'll definitely get it if we ever do it for the IMDb game. Yep. So, uh, that's. And then the- you said, if you don't, then I should kiss your grits. <laughs> we were uh, binge watching Alice at the time. That's true. Uh, it's so funny. I watched Dumb and Dumber because we, we watched it for Retro Late Fee. And uh, that part where he's like, uh, "Excuse me, flow," and <laughs> I was thinking like, <laughs> "No one's get, no one gets that. No one's gonna get that nowadays." What's funny is that that movie's funny now, but when it first came out, it was like the funniest movie to ever appear in the history of the entire world. Oh yeah, absolutely. So hilarious. I mean, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey are both. I mean, I, Jeff Daniels is really doesn't get enough credit for how good he is in that movie. Yeah, I, mean, I might be biased because you know he is from uh, the great uh, state of Michigan. Um, but he, he's just really hilarious in that whole movie. Like he, you know, just he's like the straight man to Jim Carrey's uh, crooked man, as they call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's. I, I I tried to point out how good he is in the movie because I, I agree. I think that he's. I think he's uh, unsung uh, hero of that of that movie. I think he really does a lot to pull that that movie together. Carol hated yeah, it. And I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like Jim Carrey. He didn't uh, kill his girlfriend. Exactly. She hated the movie? Had she, had she ever seen it before? Nope. First time. See, I think there's probably a lot of nostalgia with that one then, obviously. Yeah. I, I don't know sure. if, I, if I just saw... Because I, I saw Dumb and Dumber 2 and it wasn't that funny, but I felt that if I had seen Dumb and Dumber 2 in, like, 1996, it would be hilarious. So, yeah. so it's, it's really weird. I have, like, all these, like, you know, fond memories attached to the first one that... uh the second one's basically the same movie, but it's just not funny, even though it's like literally almost the exact same movie. Like it really, they really did a good job of making a true sequel. They just didn't update it to the uh, modern times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't actually seen it. The the sequel. I think I saw a little bit of the prequel, the when Harry met Lloyd, but I can't remember what that's called. You can see the jokes waking up in the morning and getting ready to come and uh, appear right in front of you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like, I, mean, I don't think there's any surprises, but I mean, they're they're both good in it. It's just uh, it's just uh, it's too old, I guess. I don't know the 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 moment had passed. All right, but uh, I guess you know I'll kind of I'll mention a couple things that we talked about when we originally talked about the thing. Since we ostensibly cover Netflix and everything, uh, Netflix announced uh, about a week ago now. <laughs> But uh, but they um, you know they announced the uh, some of the movies that they're going to uh, be releasing. Um, I guess I won't do as many as I did last time. One that I know we both said we were kind of looking forward to was uh, Mank. Um, yeah, that's isn't uh, who's in that again? The, it's uh, Gary Oldman, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Charles Dance, Lily Collins, and it's uh, David Fincher's directing it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be a good movie for sure. Yeah, well, David Fincher, Gary Oldman. I mean, I like Amanda uh, Seyfried. She's you know she's decent. I love Charles Dance. Um, and yeah, he's, uh, he's great, even as the uh, villain in uh, 
last action hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think we're both sort of interested in, like you pointed out the first time, we both like RKO281 uh, um, with Liev Schreiber uh, yeah. playing. Orson Which for those, for those who, who don't know what we're talking about, um, Mank is named after uh, Herman Mankiewicz, the mm-hmm. uh, screenwriter for um, Citizen Kane. Yep. And so RKO two eighty one was really kind of more about Orson Welles and like the whole process of making the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas I guess you said this is like more obviously centered on uh, Mankiewicz. Yeah, yeah, and I think that'll be. I think that will be an interesting take on it. I wonder uh, if Wells will even be in it. I can't. I mean, none of these people. Obviously, Charles Dance is probably going to be um, uh, Hearst, uh, given, yeah. given his age. Um, but you know, none of the the listed stars would be because it's you know two women, Charles Dance and, and Gary Oldman. So obviously, none of them are going to be Wells. I wonder if Wells. I would imagine Wells would have to be in it at least a little bit. Yeah, I just hope it's another famous person playing him because I love when famous people play other famous people. It's one of my favorite <laughs> thing. Yeah, they should get Brad Pitt to play. <laughs> Who would you get for Orson Welles? Uh, a modern uh, person, maybe uh, Mark <sighs> Ruffalo. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. I don't think he's quite tall enough, but I, you know, he might. Oh, was he tall? Uh, Orson Welles was decently tall. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Liev Schreiber was so good. You know who might, I don't know. He's, this guy's kind of weird, so I don't know if he could really do it, but, um, you know, maybe. Ted Kaczynski? <laughs> no, not Ted Kaczynski. Oh, he's a bit of a weirdo. Sorry, he cares about the environment. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying. He's just doing it for the trees. Um, Do you think he looks at like the uh, weather he's saying, he just starts whacking off, seeing like the numbers go up? <laughs> he sees the wildfires in Australia, and he's like, just he's like, see, I told him. <laughs> What's what's messed up is he's actually in like this supermax prison in Colorado mm-hmm. with in the row he's on is called Bombers Row. Mm-hmm. So it's like him and the Eric Rudolph, I believe, is on there. Yeah. I think the guy who tried to blow up the World Trade Center the first time is on there as well. Oh, all the all the uh the heavy hitters. It, yeah, it really is like, you know, and Timothy McVeigh, I think, was there before he was executed. Right. So this legit legitimately could be like an annoying thing Ted Kaczynski does. <laughs> Like, oh, 54. Normal's 48. <laughs> it could be an anomaly, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's not a dick, you know? I mean, he blew people up. I want us now to make a sitcom where where it's just Ted Kaczynski annoying people about global warming and the weather. I think he like mocked it. I was like, uh, "Oh, I guess you you tried to blow up the World Trade Center. That that kind of didn't go so well for you, huh?" Yeah, Ted Kaczynski is just the most sarcastic dick. He's, he's like, "Oh, Eric Rudolph, who caught you? Caught you? Oh, 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 that that big fat security guard guy. Huh? <laughs> he, he foiled your plans. <laughs> they made a movie about him, Clint Eastwood. I don't know. <laughs> Ted, you're a bit of a dick. Oh my god, that would it, be it, the best. And uh, Ted Kaczynski will be played by Orson Welles. They're going to resurrect him. Oh, God. I, I think maybe Vincent D'Onofrio, though. Yeah, that's a good choice. To answer your question. Although, obviously, he's, he's too old now. Yeah. I don't know. Um, One of the Hemsworths. 
Nice. Could they do an American or they, actually They can't do a fucking uh, Norwegian accent. <laughs> not even an actual American accent. Like a north north not northeast, uh North Atlantic American accent. What are you up to, Mike? <laughs> uh the other one we talked about, or one of the other ones we talked about that we're definitely not gonna see is Miss Americana. The uh that's the uh revealing look at Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, that one sounds really bad. Yeah, David. Wasn't there, with, the movie. wasn't there one with Jesse Plemons? Yes, let me find that one. Was it Hillbilly Elegy? No, that's Amy Adams. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I what? Can a, see how you'd be sick too. Remember the Five Bloods? Oh yeah, I, I oh, actually I can I can guess what it is now, but I'll be hundred percent right because I know what the answer is. Now. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> let me guess. That's some kind of Spike Lee movie. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You know, <laughs> um, what the where the fuck is it? Uh, let's see. I feel like I'm going too far now. Let's see. We find Jesse Plemons. I'm trying to remember who else was in it. Oh, here it is. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. That's right. Uh, a road trip becomes a twisted mix of palpable tension, psychological frailty, and sheer terror in the latest from Charlie Kaufman. Starring Jesse Plemons. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Kaufman, too. We heaped quite a bit of praise on uh, Charlie Kaufman last time because, yeah, I, I mean, he's an interesting director. Right? I haven't seen a movie by him that I haven't found interesting, and interesting to me is even better than good, you mm-hmm. know, most of the time. Yeah. So, if anyone can make a good movie, just follow the Joseph Campbell, you know, Hero of a 10,000 Faces thing. Yeah. And then you can also make Star Wars with that, too, so it's not always good. <laughs> but I mean, like, to make an interesting movie, that's like a really, that's a really challenging thing to do. Absolutely. <laughs> So, uh, Charlie Kaufman, if you listen to this, and we know you will, uh, we, we, we heaped praise on you. Sorry, I got lost. But uh, short version, uh, you know, we like some of your movies, and we find most of them interesting. Didn't see Schenectady, New York, though. Then again, no one else did. Or Schenectady. Yeah, I didn't see it because I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have three hours to see your characters talk about their feelings. Sorry. <laughs> No, I'm sure it was really good. Uh, but no, we really yeah, did. Probably. We really did praise you. Um, speaking of traffic, you know how you had that last week? Uh, mm-hmm. Did we? Did I tell you? I think I told you just before that, that Steven Soderbergh like, did a movie about divorce and he had his ex-wife co-star with him. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then I think we also discussed that he's married to Jules Asner now. There's just such a weird, like, uh, weird thing going on there. Yeah, I think I think much like Tarantino, he also said he would only do ten movies, but I think he's finished that ten. I think he stopped directing. Oh, it's possible. Well, again, I, what I've seen by him is very interesting. I think he actually started with Sex Lies and Videotapes. Yes, that's correct. I didn't see that, but I it, and unfortunately, at least one of the movies was an Ocean's Eleven movie, so he wasted a movie there. <laughs> but Traffic is very good. I really like Traffic. I, I really wanted to hate it going in because I hate all the celebrities in it. Mm. But when I went and actually saw it, I'm like, oh, it's actually a good story. You know, I mean, obviously, I hate everybody in the movie, but I mean, it was it was a good movie. You hate Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, and how he got cancer from eating out Catherine's jokes. <laughs> well, I just hate him in general. I mean, come on, I, I, I like him in Wall Street, I guess. He just bothers me. I don't know why. He just bothers me. You know, one of the favorite, my favorite things that I've ever done, which I guess is a really egotistical phrase, <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed doing this. I used to play uh, board games on a site called Pogo, Pogo.com. They've got, you know. Oh, you mean the uh, John Wayne Gacy fan club website? <laughs> yep, exactly. 
Cool. No, they've got they got like Battleship and <laughs> I never thought about that, but yeah, it's weird. It's called Poco.com. Yeah, weird. But uh, they've got Battleship, they've got Monopoly and stuff like that. You can play with other people. And they have Risk, and I used to play Risk all the time. So uh, just for fun, <laughs> like there's a chat in the in the Risk game. So we're playing and everything. And I just decided that the Wall Street 2 was about to come out. Um, and Money never sleeps. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I started t- typing in the chat... Uh, you know, hey, any of you guys interested in seeing uh, Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps? And I, I wrote out the full name every single time. <laughs> and, like, people are just kind of, they're like, no, you know, didn't really think about it. And then um, anytime someone would say something, I would relate it to the movie somehow. <laughs> Where, like, uh, this one guy betrayed an alliance and started attacking someone. <laughs> and, I, and I, like, they were all, they were all pissed off at him. And I go, hey, you can't hate him. He's just uh, he's just incredibly ambitious, just like Shia LaBeouf's character in Wall Street too. Money never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I just kept saying it. And then eventually somebody goes, what do you do for a living? And I said, I'm a publicist for Universal Studios. <laughs> you can't turn it off. <laughs> Can you imagine I, being a publicist, but you just couldn't turn it off? Uh, but yeah, I just... Like I, I don't know I I that that in, I enjoyed that very immensely. <laughs> yeah, I have a theory that the uh, the less people that get a joke, the funnier the joke is. Yeah. So like if you make a joke that only you are in on, those are some of the funniest jokes ever. Oh, I think like I do that. Yeah, I think I think uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand uh, completely um, validates that theory of yours because. So often I'd watch that and if they, you know, they could say something that'd be broadly funny and everything. And, you know, I might chuckle at it, but when they, when they made a reference, like an incredibly obscure reference with no, with no context to it at all, that, um, they knew only like 15 people would get or whatever that's watching it. Right. But those were the funniest. Yeah, and it's like if you have like a like you can like have a joke with your friend that isn't funny or doesn't even make sense to anybody else, but mm-hmm. to you two, it's like the you can't even tell the story without like dying laughing. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a couple stories about my friend Matt that I I, I literally cannot get through without just like almost laughing through the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's so funny. I've told these stories, or it's still just equally as funny as like the first time I heard it. Yeah. And it's like you know the more popular the show is, like the worse the jokes are generally. Like. You know, like the Big Bang Theory. You know, not to pick on one of many terrible shows, but I mean, it's like, like I've watched it and I've I've heard somebody do this online too. They just remove the laugh track and like, there's like, there's no jokes. There's nothing funny in it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's like, oh, I don't know, I'm a big nerd, and it's like, in the laugh track goes off and people laugh at home, but it's it's just like Pavlovian. You know, it's like they just train you to laugh when the laugh track goes off and think it's funny, right? And then they try and sell you some dumb, you know, products between the commercials. Exactly. <laughs> Restasis for your eyes. Right. Tell him I, what we oh. do on the show. <laughs> I think it's funny how like how targeted the ads are sometimes. Like when you're like watching something, you're like, what the who the who the hell watches this? What group am I being lumped into? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I like to watch the Impractical Jokers on True TV a lot. And like when it's at a certain time at night, like all the commercials, like every single one has this thing called Truvada, which is like a I, 
don't know if it prevents you from getting HIV or like I think it's I think you take it before you have like you know sex and it's supposed to prevent HIV. Yeah, yeah. But it's every every commercial that starts with the true vibe. Like who the hell is watching this? Right. I mean, who is the target? I, I mean, does it mean? I mean, the commercials it doesn't explicitly say, but it's obviously you know, and smartly so in my opinion. They're actually targeting the groups who are more adversely affected because you know due to political correctness for a long time, like it was said that you know HIV affects everybody the same. Mm. Um, and that's just not true if you go by, you know, the science of it. So it does actually have the more at-risk at groups on the commercial, which, you know, I think it's cool. It's nice to see, you know, different types of people they don't normally see in commercials. Right. But yeah, it's like every... So it must be like a gay audience, I guess, that they think, you know, is a big fan of it, which, I, I mean, it's a hilarious show. I don't know who wouldn't watch the show. It's just weird to see them so targeted. Yeah, that is that is weird. You know, uh, one that I see a lot is... I can't remember what it's called... But Frank Thomas endorses it. It's, yeah, it's like a testosterone booster. Yeah, something like that. I see that one all the time. Which is funny because he's known for being very anti-supplements when he played baseball. Right. Like he like almost like you know risked his career because he was like calling people. He's like, yeah, I don't take steroids, and I want to be tested. I don't want anybody else. I want to be you know a fair and even field. Yep. Exactly. But now that he needs some money. <laughs> <laughs> he would say even he is probably you know back then i'm sure he was making you know in the mid to high you know singles of millions per oh yeah you know i feel really sorry sorry for is doug flutie <laughs> <laughs> because like you've got frank thomas who's an enormous man and he's clearly the star of that commercial and then you've got yes. andy van slyke i think the outfielder who's yeah. you know decently big guy they show his workout and everything uh you know he's got some pretty toned arms and he's got uh you know he you know he's got a couple good lines he shines in that commercial leave a like what are you gonna and then, they... <laughs> and then Doug Flutie's arm wrestling a hamster and losing. <laughs> exactly. Then they show they show Doug Flutie like he's got a surfboard under his arm. He just looks super scrawny, and he and all he <laughs> says is, "Oh, it's been you know I, I felt uh, younger than ever. It's been really great." <laughs> it's like, wow, <laughs> the Doug. weakest endorsement ever. Yeah, your your career is really falling. You're the third banana in a, a commercial about testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh god! It's like even Doug Flutie feels a pick me up from whatever this product is. Absolutely. Uh, but I guess um, I guess we'll kind of we'll end things like here. But I I um I want to read out a couple or a few letters that we or emails that we got from fans. Uh, now, <laughs> I wouldn't say they're all fans, right? One of them. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember his name now. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I remember his name. But anyway, so the first one was from... How could you ever forget that name? Not that one, the other one. The first one was from Brandon. And Brandon yeah. uh, says that he loves the show, but he, uh, he's he got a bone to pick with Mike. Uh, he said that uh, Star Wars is uh, a great film series. He loves the original trilogy but the uh, the prequel trilogy is close to his heart because he's what he grew up with. And then he says, fuck you, Mike. Star Wars is great. Response? That's, hurt. that's, hurt. that's hurtful. <laughs> Mike I says, mean, I'm just so hurt I can't even think of anything to say. It's just uh, devastating. 
that, you know, some guy who loves Star Wars has such a low opinion of me. Maybe uh, tomorrow and the next day you can uh, you can respond to him a little bit. <laughs> Pick yourself up and, and we'll see what happens those days. T- <laughs> tune in to Dumpster Diving and uh, um, Everybody Lies if you want to hear. Uh... I thought you were going to say Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm like, why don't you watch that? <laughs> Watch Everybody Loves Raymond and uh, and see them talk about Brandon. Tuesdays at 8 on CBS. <laughs> Speaking. That's that's what we get. But, uh, hey, Mike, our jokes kill. <laughs> Welcome to Mass... Oop, wrong one. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Is there an upcoming pirate theme episode you haven't told me about? <laughs> Mateys, welcome to Massive Lakefeet. <laughs> Don't be a scallywag like Brandon. <laughs> Don't be a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking cheater. That's a uh, that's a flash forward or whatever. That's a call forward. <laughs> a call ahead. Yeah, it's, it's like Outback. It's got call ahead seating. Exactly. That's something that you'll hear tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, oh. so second letter, second email is from Katie. Who says that uh, she loves the show uh, and everything? Thank you, Katie. And uh, she says that her favorite episode was the series of episodes that we did about Kevin Smith movies. And are we going to feature another director uh, in a series like that again? Um, yeah, we we've thought about this. Um, we have various ideas. Uh, we think about like we've talked about like a Quentin Tarantino one, mm-hmm. for example. Yep. Um, or even like you know, even like uh, something like the kids in the hall. I mean, that would be worth you know talking yep. about. And you can definitely go into you know the different careers they had afterwards too. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the the kids in the hall, have you uh, do you follow any of them on Twitter? Um, I don't think I follow any of them. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think I follow all of them, mm-hmm. and and they have like a kids in the hall account too. It, uh, Dave Foley was actually asking the other day like if what people would want them to see them do next. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if they did like another like sketch, you know, series or something like that. I really, I, I looked, I, I'm sure it'd still be really hilarious. Absolutely, I'd love to see it. I mean, I know Mark's probably you know finally making some decent money with that super. Is he the star of that Superstore show? No, but he's he's a um, it's kind of an ensemble show. And he's, uh, you know, he's a big part of it. I would say he's he's definitely, you know, one of the main four. Sure. So he's probably making some decent money. Like one of the last people as the uh, network start to fizzle out and, and, you know, in place of the <laughs> streaming services. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure he's making good, some good money there. Yeah. And he is, I mean, all of them deserve it. They're all, I mean, they're five of the funniest people, you know, you've ever seen on screen. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We've talked about that. Um, we've talked about like, instead of doing a dumpster diving, like doing like a positive, like one, like, a, you know, again, something we really like that, you know, mm-hmm. we think doesn't get enough. Yeah. And that might be, see, I don't know if we should like, let's say we did like Fincher movies or something like that. I guess, that, yeah. I guess that's probably more for the regular show. And then like pointing out, um, cause for dumpster diving, we can do, we can definitely do positive ones. We can, you know, go into movies that like were kind of overlooked or whatever that we think are, you know, our quality, but not a lot of people know about them. So, you know, we can definitely mix it up with dumpster diving that way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we're open to suggestions. I, I we've talked about this on the last one, and I got a race, but I was saying that I actually just, I would be perfectly fine if we turn the mics on and you and I just started talking about movies and stuff, and then mm-hmm. turn it off, and that was it. I mean, I know we kind of have an agenda. You know, we do have segments, sort of, not really so much anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's it's weird. We're always kind of tinkering with the format, trying to find like the the best way to, uh, you know, get our opinions and shitty takes on things across right. because we want to infest the world with it like uh like every good podcast our podcast really isn't about what it's supposed to be about which is yeah, like, which is us watching netflix or other streaming services yeah it's really just like an excuse for us to talk you know i mean i don't know why we could just you know text or whatever but this is just how we decided to do it i suppose yeah this is how people communicate now in 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 2020 <laughs> We only communicate with each other through podcasts. Yeah, we could have just had this discussion off the air and not released an episode this week, but <laughs> but we decided that uh, everything that in our lives has to be content. Every once in a while, we'll start talking, and someone will be like, well, eh, for the show. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll just select, like, oh, how was your week? Well, the other, oh, no, 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 record that. <laughs> We've done that quite a few times, actually. Especially uh, Mark will like, start telling a hilarious story, and I'm like, no, no, we got to capture this one. Right. Uh, so and then the last the last letter uh, is from Mike, uh, no relation to Mike, <laughs> and he says that you know he loves the show. Everyone said they love the show, so thank you for saying that. And uh, that you know um, he always oh, said what happened to uh, keeping current with Mike. He he liked that that segment of us uh, gossiping about or you know talking about celebrity gossip. And kind of uh, taking it down a peg. There are a lot of letters that we've got. And again, that's something. I was just gonna say. I'll I'll read. I'll read some more next week. But there are a lot of letters that we got that like uh, when we, uh, as the Brits would say, take the piss out of something. Ah, that's mostly what the show is. I think at this point. Yeah. But yeah, I would say that's a segment that we we might maybe drop in. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. It was kind of neat to like keep up, you know, with current events and mm-hmm. just how weird everything is. Like it, when you stop following like pop culture, it's like I don't know who any of these. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You know, it's probably something where we won't do every week, but we'll probably bring it back here and there. Uh, I would. I would think. Yeah, or maybe we could just record separate, like at the beginning, and then put out yet another thing. I don't know. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Yeah, we could. We could put it out Sunday. Yeah, or hmm, maybe we could really uh, we could, we'll figure it out. Yeah, there's there's tons of uh, tons of ideas that we have for the new year. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that yeah. is the. So show. I, can't, I can't I can't have my headlines stale by Sunday. They gotta be fresh. Exactly. Oh, I guess I should bring up. I watched uh, at least a bit of the Golden Globes. It wasn't something that we were able to talk about when we recorded this the first time because we recorded it a day before the Golden On Globes. On Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I actually watched quite a bit of that. Did you? Or not. I, I did, yeah. I love, like, see, I love Ricky Gervais. And, yeah, I like Ricky. That's mostly why I watched it. Yeah, and I like when he hosts the Golden Globes because I like how he just, like, eviscerates celebrities and really... He really, it's not just like good natured, like ribbing. He really cuts to the core. That, how he ended the monologue where he's like, um, he's like, look, none of you people know anything about the real world. None of you are that important. Don't uh, use this for your political uh, 
you know, like uh, your political messages or whatever, come up, thank your agent, thank your God, and sit out. <laughs> right. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was really funny. And I was, uh, I was, I was surprised Joe Pesci didn't win for the uh, the Irishman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, who was it? I can't remember the guy from. Uh, I don't know. So, wasn't it uh, that Taron Egron guy who won that award? This no, he can't be sporty. He was a lead actor, which I don't, I don't get. But and the best film was 1917, which I'm happy to hear because I'm, I want to go see it when it comes out. Like I think mm-hmm. it's next week or in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. I have obviously I haven't seen it yet, but I I do want to see that one as well. I think um, what I also didn't think deserved winning was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because it's it's an okay movie. It's not bad. It's just like, eh, it's it's kind of pointless for the most of it. Yeah, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's one of those where it's like, like I... He's really trying too hard, I feel. Yeah, and it's like, I I thought it was decent, but, you know, but I mean, here's the thing. So... I haven't seen Knives Out yet. That's one that I really want to see. I've heard a lot of really good things about Jojo Rabbit. Haven't seen that one either. Now, I saw Dolomite is my name. So, you know, when when you're talking about, like, comedy, because that's the other thing, too, is I don't, you know, it's musical or comedy, and I don't know that I would say that Once Upon a Time's really a comedy. (laughs) Not really. I mean, it's like, you know, I it's, get... Maybe they just thought it would have a better chance in that category, so they lobbied for it. Yeah, but I mean, I probably would have gone for Dolomite is my name for that for that one, honestly. For comedy? Yeah, I mean, like I, like you, though, I haven't seen the other one, so I, I, I heard Knives Out was really good, but I haven't seen What did you think about Joaquin Phoenix for uh, Joker winning? Yeah, I, I felt that was fine. I mean, he, he did a really good job in the role. I mean... Mm-hmm. He, you know, he played a really great kind of unhinged person. But, I mean, people I know were complaining about, like, his speech. But, I mean, have you never heard of uh, Joaquin Phoenix before? I mean, come on. Yeah. That's mild for, uh, you know, some of the stuff he's done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Brad Pitt won for uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's right, yeah. Over Joe Pesci, which, yeah, I, I agree. I think... I do like that he, he acknowledged and thanked all the other actors, though. That was kind of mm-hmm. cool. I don't really watch these. I don't know if that's a common occurrence on these, but, you know, everybody was very respectful to, you know, Martin Scorsese and, you know, the cast of the Irishman, who were, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the older gentlemen in the Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, no, I, it, was, uh, it was a decent ceremony. I, um, you know, like I said, I, I, like, I like all of – I think this is Ricky Gervais's fifth time, I believe, uh, hosting yeah he yeah, was a fifth and he claims final time yeah and i uh, until they throw a bunch of more money at him and i uh i've enjoyed every single time he's hosted because it's gotten progressively uh more and more personal <laughs> and, and yeah. mean. Well, and, what was your favorite what was your favorite joke of the night was it the one you uh were mentioning earlier yeah probably i think that's probably my favorite one my favorite, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, is uh, he goes, yeah, I don't understand how uh, Martin Scorsese calls these superhero movies theme park movies. I mean, he's ever been to a theme park. Look how tall he is. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he's a very small person. And and they cut to to, uh, to Martin Scorsese, and he's just kind of like, he just kind of shrugs and nods. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I can't get on rides. I like the I like the Jeffrey Epstein one, too, where he's like, what, he's your friend? I don't care if he's your friend. <laughs> Oh yeah, because they were like like booing. Like how could you, who who boos a pedophile? Yeah, he said he basically said like he said something like that. The popular meme where Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, and uh, right. yeah, there were some boos. <laughs> he 
he was like, yeah, I don't care. I know he's your friend. I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's, uh, like I said, I don't really watch it. It was kind of okay. I don't think I'll watch the Oscars because I hear they're like even longer and boringer. Oh, but, yeah. uh, I don't know. I it's like weird. to record them, and then that way I can just fast forward to whatever I want to see. Yeah, I'm fine just looking at like the newspaper the next day to see, you know. And newspaper, newspaper, what's I mean, that? Newspaper's website. <laughs> yeah, I see the newspaper's website. Oh, but yeah, right. that's yeah, our uh, that's our show. Uh, tell some friends, write us some letters, you know, or well, emails. Fuck Brandon. Yeah, fuck Brandon. I hope what happens to you, Brandon, is what happened to Brandon in the wire. <laughs> Look it up, you ignoramus. I'm sorry, there's no lightsabers though. <laughs> Hey, hey, does your uh, lightsaber flashlight make a swooshing sound whenever you penetrate it up, Brandon? <laughs> Just uh, curious. It's it, maybe maybe he's uh, into S and M, and or you know, it says uh, you're not a Jedi yet every time he goes. In. Or he just starts crying, going, "I'm leaking metachlorins." <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we will see you next yeah. time. Bye. See, see you next time.